Welcome to Glory to Glory, the radio teaching ministry of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. Join us now in our study as we open the Word together. God wants to use us daily. So let me put it to you this way. If you weren't at your workplace for one day, would it impact your workplace in a great way? I would hope so, right? And you're probably saying, well, Pastor, I don't go to work anymore. I'm just on my computer. <laughs> it's just me in the screen. The Alpha and the Omega. If you know any Jehovah Witnesses in your life, or if they come to you talking about their belief, first know this, it's a cult. You guys know that? They, they, they have a different Jesus. Do you guys know that? The Mormons have a different Jesus. They do not believe in the deity of Jesus Christ. That's very important for us to know because they'll tell you, oh, I'm a Christian, but it's a different Jesus, right? So what I like to do, if you want to try, you know, do this, Isaiah 41. Bring him to Isaiah 41, 4, and have him read it out loud. It says, who has performed and done it, calling the generations from the beginning. I, the Lord, am the, what? First, and with me, the last I am he, the first and the last, the Alpha and Omega. You say, and you'll ask him, who is this? Jehovah's Witness. They'll say, that's uh, Jehovah, God, God the Father. I say, okay, all right. All right, well, what about this? And read this one out loud for me, please. And they'll go there and say, listen to me, O Jacob, in Israel, my called. I am he. I am the what? The first. I am also the last. Indeed, my hand has laid the foundations of the earth, and my right hand has stretched out the heavens. When I called, when I called to them, they stand up together. You say, well, who is this? The first and the last. Who do you think this is? And they'll say, that's Jehovah. That's God. Right. Okay. Good, good, good. So then, if that's the case, you bring him to Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. You read, have him read that. It says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Says the Lord, who is, who was, who is to come, the, can we say that together? Almighty. You know, say, who is that? They'll tell you that's Jehovah God. Right? It, it seems like it, right? Because the first and last. Okay, but they don't believe in the deity of Christ. They don't believe that Jesus is God in the flesh, Emmanuel. So then you say, well, let's back up. Let's read the verse before that. Usually that gives us some context to find out, is this God the Father speaking about? There's, and then you go, behold, he is coming with clouds. So I thought Jesus was coming in the clouds. And every eye will see him. I thought they're going to all see Jesus when he comes in the cloud. Even they who pierced him. Sounds a lot like Jesus to me, doesn't it? It's Jesus. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him, Jesus. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is, who was, who is to come, the Almighty God, the deity of Christ. Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. In the beginning was the Word, Jesus and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. Without Him, nothing was made that was made. Amen? They probably won't listen to you. They'll probably just uh, ignore that, but it's good to try. It's a good thing to try. Let's go back in our text, please. And I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirst. When we get to chapter 22, verse 1, we're going to Look at this a little bit more, this river that flows from the throne of God. And we'll see that it shows, this is John, he says, and he showed me a pure river of water of life, water of life, water of life, clear as crystal. Where does it proceed from? Proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. We talked about this, I believe it was two weeks ago. So 
in the new heaven, the new earth, with the new holy city, somehow, some way, we're going to see Jesus, the Lamb, and the throne of God. What we're going to see, God is spirit, but he'll be on the throne, and this river is going to flow out from his throne and from Jesus. I believe possibly this is speaking about the three Father, Son, Holy Spirit working all together as we'll be in the eternal state. And then instead of oxygen filling our lungs, it's somehow this water of life, the Holy Spirit just going to continually sustain us, something like that. But it talks about this thirst. Webster's Dictionary, it talks about when you look up thirst, it says a desire or need to drink, a sensation of dryness in the mouth or and throat associated with a desire for liquids, this physical thirst. It's one of the, the most powerful natural appetites we have, if not the most powerful. We need to drink fluids. You cannot live long without fluids. We have to have, have you ever been to a place where you're just so thirsty, where you didn't drink water, or you haven't had any fluids for hours, and all of a sudden you're like, <gasps> do you ever pass out because you didn't have enough, you get dehydrated? and. I get headaches. If I don't have enough water, I, get, I start getting headaches. I, if you, you should see me before this. I'm always drinking water, drinking fluids. I, I constantly, I want to you know, have enough fluids. But there's a spiritual thirst. Hopefully all of us as believers realize that, a spiritual thirst. I, this is my definition. You might come up with a better one, but a spiritual thirst is a strong desire for God or an, an awareness of our need for a Savior. The spiritual thirst... The spiritual thirst, listen, can only be satisfied with a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. That's the only way. And what happens that most people, what happens to them is they want to fill that spiritual thirst with physical things, the things of the world. And they think, as I did before I came to Christ, well, if I only had this, I'll be content. And then I got it, and I'm like, no, it didn't work. And then our pursuit of these things, you know, if I'm only, you know, if I can become successful, that's what it is. No. If I could become rich and have a lot of money, no. If I, maybe, maybe power, maybe if I can, you know, just have this, you know, have, you know, people looking up to me and all these things and it's, no, it's empty because we're created in a way God created us that the only thing that can fill this Spiritual thirst is Christ Jesus and his Holy Spirit living in us. Remember what Jesus said in John chapter 7, 30, verse 37. He says, on that last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood up and cried, saying, if anyone, what? Thirst. My understanding is water was poured out during that time on the rocks, and they would remember how that God sustained them uh, in remembrance of what God did, providing the, the water from the rock. When the, the rock was smitten and water came flowing out of the rock, and so water's being poured out, and Jesus in that, with the illustration, with the water being poured out, says, hey, if anybody thirsts, do you think he was talking physically? I don't believe so, because he says, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. So though they were looking at the physical water, he was saying, no, 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 I'm not talking about the physical, but the physical's helping you to understand that you have a thirst, but if anyone has a spiritual thirst, Jesus says, I'm the answer. Let him come to me and drink. And he who believes in me, faith, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow what? Rivers of what? Living waters. Does that sound familiar? Living waters flowing out from the throne. And we as believers have living water. The Holy Spirit can, can be, 
will flow into our lives and out of our lives if we allow him to. And I, I believe the only thing that can restrict that is sin. That's it. I've shared this before, but my wife, my wife, my brother and I, big difference there, but uh, <laughs> he's growing up, we would fight a lot. It just is what we did. And if he ever had a garden hose in his hand and I was within 20 feet, he would chase me down. And I, I could, even in later in life, you know, I'd have a full suit on. He didn't care. Just, he just hose you down. You know, it's just, that's what I guess brothers do that kind of stuff. It's crazy. And the only solution I had was either get it out of his hand and then, you know, we'd wrestle. And she'd, but the other thing is real simple. You take the hose and you just kink the hose and you just laugh, like, you know, because he can't do anything. And I believe, listen, I believe that's what can happen with sin. The flow stops. Nothing flowing out of our lives. And you go to the workplace, and there's people in need. They're like, oh, uh, they're just thirsty. And they're, you're like this, but and you got nothing to offer them. Why? Because you haven't gone to the cross. You haven't repented. You haven't given the sin. And it's put a kink in your life. And the flowing of the Holy Spirit's not flowing out of your life anymore. And this message here is if anyone thirsts, come to him. Go to the cross to tell us that it's finished. Give it to him. Let him take it away from you that you can be usable in these days. Because guys, we're living in crazy days right now. And listen, and people are thirsty. And I believe the problem is with the church. We have nothing to offer them for the most part. As a whole, the church is dried up. The church isn't following after Jesus. The church is the following government and following what, oh, Gavin Newsom says we can do this and do that. No, Gavin Newsom's not the head of the church. Jesus Christ is the head of the church. And as Jesus Christ is the head of the church, he, he nourishes us. He flows through our body. He throws, flows through the things that we say. And even in normal conversations with people when we're talking about Jesus Christ, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit is working in people's lives to let them know you're going in the wrong direction. You need to turn. You need to repent. Don't believe the lies. Don't believe the lies. This world has gone mad. Have you noticed that? The, the, I'll even go this far. The Democratic Party today is not the Democratic Party of yesterday. It's just not it. The Democratic Party believe in killing babies. The Democratic Party that believes that we can have a hundred genders. A hundred genders. Was it? Tell me this, okay? If you're so smart, a hundred genders. How many, scientifically speaking, genders are there? How in the world can we get from two to over a hundred different genders? I don't know. And how can, listen, how can the deception be so bad that it's turned around to tell us we're haters if we don't believe that? When the reality is science, God himself, the Bible itself tells us male and female. And you know what typically happens to people? Hopefully one of two things, when you bring this up, they'll say, I don't want to talk to you. You know what they're saying? I don't want to know truth. Because truth will set you free. And what happens is your life will be miserable until you get set free from the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the truth of the Bible, and you get out from the lies and you take yourself out of it. It will destroy you. It will destroy you. It'll destroy your family. It'll destroy your kids if you're married. It'll destroy the people around you. Why? Because people need truth, and it's only through Jesus Christ and his word that we know truth. Amen? Amen. That's the one I was looking for, sorry. So did you see this? Pregnant man. This is new, the new emojis coming out. 37 new emojis coming up to Apple iPhone. So we have a pregnant man. Can I tell you something? You might not understand this. There's no such thing. 
I'm not going to live in a world of imagination with this world. I'm sorry. Tell me I'm crazy. That's fine. I don't care what man thinks of me. If we throw the Bible out, we have no reference point. That's the world we're living in today, and it's wrong. How about this? Quebec, Canada bans unvaccinated from buying groceries at major retail stores. Unless they're accompanied with, this is a new thing, guys. Did you see this? A health warden. You need a health warden if you want to go shop now in Canada. Canada's just off the rails. I don't know if you guys know that yet. Why? Because there's no truth. There's no Bible there. Who will ensure they... So if you have a health warden, you can go by and they'll make sure, you know, the Gestapo can take your brother and go, buy food, medicine, don't go near anyone, don't breathe, or whatever it is. It's crazy. That's the world we're in. People need truth. You know, there's tension going on all around the world. Listen to this also. There's a lack of real leadership around the world, and this void is huge. People are looking for good leadership. We do not have it. Do you know, biblically speaking, this is a great setup for the Antichrist right now? So North Korea fires ballistic missiles into the sea. The, last, the latest challenge to Joe Biden in North Korea on Sunday fired off is believed to be a ballistic missile into the sea. The latest challenge to Joe Biden, it says, this is North Korea's seventh weapon launch this year alone. And so we see this. There's, there's this tension that's going on around the world. And you've got this. I don't know if you've seen this. So there's a video out, and it's been confirmed by the U.S. Navy that, yeah, we did lose one of our F-35. Do you know that plane's a $100 million plane? We don't have any details, but it, in the China, the South China Sea, it's confirmed it went down. So the plane was lost. The, the pilot was ejected. He's okay. Seven were injured. But there's, there's tension. There's tension in Ukraine right now. There's tension with Russia right now. There's tension with China right now. There's tension with North Korea right now. There's tension with Iran right now. There's a lot of tension going on around the world. There's wars and rumors of wars, especially when it's in the Middle East. Guys, we need to pay attention. But we've got leadership here. I just, I'm going to point this out because she's announcing a re-election campaign, but she says she's doing it for the children. Guys, as a pastor, and I hope you understand this, if it's your first time here, you're probably just in total shock right now, so I'm just going to try to explain this to you. This lady's okay with killing babies up to the day of birth, so she doesn't care about children. So I don't care what she says, she's doing it for children. Well, I would say, please drop out, because we want children to live. We don't want children to die. And then we'll end the news with good news, with this at least. So Citizen Free Press it says it's over. Denmark becomes first EU country to scrap all COVID restrictions. So. We'll go back to that. I want to go back to we'll, this thirst. We'll try to fill that thirst with all different things. It's a reminder for us only through Jesus Christ. That's the only way we can satisfy the thirst, the longing that's in us. It's only through Jesus. The world wants to try to satisfy, but it'll never satisfy. Only Christ can truly satisfy. About a week ago or so, I was taking a walk by the water. Guys, we, do you know how blessed we are to have the water right here? The sand, the water. Those watching online, I'm sorry if you're you know, watching from somewhere else, but... <laughs> 
But I was walking, and this has happened to me before, but I'm walking, and there was, by the, by the water, the sand and all, but a stone got into my shoe. And, and so as I'm walking, I'm like, oh. And I was kind of walking like this, and it's, ah. Oh. And it's hurting my, my foot, you know. I was like, ah. Oh. And finally, it's like, well, okay. I kind of worked its way in somewhere where it wasn't so bad. I'm like, oh, that's not too bad. I, I'm okay. And I kept walking. And, yeah, that's not too bad. And every once in a while, that little stone would shift into another spot. I go, oh, man. Oh. And I'd walk, and, and I kept walking. And I'm like, oh, man. It's like, that'll go away. It won't be long. And it was, so I just kind of ignored it. And finally, this, it wasn't so bad. And then, and sure enough, it's, when it shifted to another position, I was like, oh, wow, that was really bad. And I'm like, you idiot. Take it out of your shoe. <laughs> and you just take your shoe off. Take a minute. Bend over there. Take it out. Duh. But I believe that's, listen, I believe that's what happens with people with sin. They're like, you know, first it's like, oh, well, it's really bad. And I was like, well, it's not so bad. I, I, can, I can walk this way. And it's like, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, oh, it's, it is bad. And then, but the exhortation to tell us die, it's finished at the cross. Give it to him. Don't make excuses for sin, guys. Don't walk with it. Dump it out on the cross. Let Jesus Christ take it away. If you're making excuses for sin, you're never going to be set free. And you might say, well, well pastor, I, I've confessed it before. And again, I'll remind you, please keep confessing it. Keep turning from it. Keep giving it to the Lord. Some sin God takes away instantly, immediately. When I came to Christ, believe it or not, I used to smoke cigarettes before I knew Christ, right? I accepted Christ into my life, and the ringing is still going on, but I accepted Jesus Christ into my life. Instantly, this is just me personally, I hated the smell of cigarettes, instantly. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. I can't even, to this day, smoke drives me crazy. I can't go near smoke. It's like, oh, it makes me sick. And I'm like, so different things God will just take away from us. Other things... You'll be tempted probably in those areas of your life till the day you die. Can I exhort you the best way I can? Go to the cross, dump it out on the cross, keep looking to him. If you're tempted again, run. Look for that escape, amen? amen. And be filled with the Spirit. Allow him to help. Allow him to restore you. He's able. I want to look at the woman at the well as we talk about water. It's a powerful story. So it says... A woman of Samaria came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, can we say that together? Give me a drink. So physical water, she's drawing water from a well, and it tells us his disciples were away buying food, and the woman of Samaria said to him, how is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For the Jews have no dealing with Samaritans. Samaritans were half Jewish, half Gentile. So there was prejudice against them. They wouldn't talk with there's a terrible prejudice against the Samaritans with the Jews. So she's baffled. She says, you're Jewish, I'm Samaritan. Why are you even talking to me? And she couldn't understand, but Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you, can we say that together? Jesus provides living waters. He's talking spiritual, she's talking physical. And the woman said to her, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, physical, and the well is deep, physical. Where then do you get, this, get that living water? So she's trying to figure this out. She's still thinking about the physical water. 
And then she says, are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself? The well is still there today. You can see it. But as well as his sons and the livestock. So she's like, wait a second. You know, you're, so she's totally talking physical. And Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will what? Talking about physical water. If you drink from this well, the physical water, you're going to thirst again. But then he goes on. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will what? Never thirst. Talking about the Holy Spirit, spiritual. But the water that I shall give him will become in him. Don't miss that. In him, a fountain of water springing up into what? Everlasting life. He's continually trying to bring her into the spiritual realm, saying, I'm talking about spiritual things. You keep going to physical things. And the woman said to her, sir, give me this water that I may not thirst or come here to draw. She's still there, physical. And Jesus said to her, now this is it. He's going to transition her into spiritual things. He's like, "Um, go call your husband and come here. And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, you've said, well, I have no husband. I know you don't have a husband. I already knew that. And then he says, for you have had, can we say that together? Five husbands, and the one whom, or today's, the one you're shocking up with, is not your husband. And in that, you spoke truly. Look at the gentleness of Jesus. So she was divorced five times. Now the guy she's living with, she's not married to. She's living in sin with the guy. And Jesus gets right to the spiritual and saying, there's a spiritual problem that you have in your life. You're living with this person. And he's pointing right to the, to the spiritual. And then she said, now she gets it. The woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. And this woman goes into the town and tells everyone about this one that knows everything about her. And she sends him to Jesus. And many came to know Christ because of this woman who tasted of the living waters. Have you tasted of the living waters? Out of your innermost being shall gush forth torrents of living waters. God wants to pour into us refresh us, satisfy us. Only he can do that. This world today that we're living in, they need Jesus. They need Jesus. It's not the politicians that we're upset with. It's not, it's the powers and principalities that are behind all of this. People need Jesus Christ. When they accept Christ, if they have a true, may I say it this way, conversion in Christ, they're born again of the Holy Spirit, guess what? They're spiritualized are open. Do you thirst? Do you know where to go? The living waters of the Holy Spirit, is it working in you and through you? Is he pouring out his spirit on you? Is he using you spiritually in your life today? If not, listen, you are getting, you are getting ripped off before you were born. The Bible says God knew you before you even were in the womb, before you were even conceived, God knew you. Do you know that? Before, listen, let me go back a little farther. Do you know what the Bible says? Before the foundations of the world? In other words, before God created the world, guess what? He knew you, and he didn't make a mistake. He knew everything about you. He knows all things, and he has a great, wonderful plan to use you where you're at today, but sin can get in the way And you must agree with what God says and what his word says, and you need to turn and repent from your sin. Stop making excuses for it. 
I'm talking to myself too, whatever that is, time waster things. Uh, stop making excuses for sin. Call it what it is. Give it to him at the cross and to telestai, it is finished. It's over. It's gone. It's forgiven. He chooses not to remember it. He casts it out as far as the east is from the west. He removes that sin from you. Why? Because he loves you and he loves the people around you and he wants to use you, but he can't use a vessel that's filled with sin. He needs to use a vessel that's emptied of self and is filled with the Holy Spirit. Hi, this is Pastor Joe, and I'd like to take a moment to personally invite you to one of our three services here at Calvary Chapel of the Harbor in Huntington Beach. Our service times are 9 a.m., 10.45 a.m., and 12.30 p.m. Please come and say hi after the service. I would love to meet you. For more information, check out our website at ccoth.com. That's ccoth.com. God bless you. You've been listening to Glory to Glory with Pastor Joe Pettit and outreach of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. If you would like to enter into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, call now at 714-788-8221. That's 714-788-8221. Our new location is at 4121 Warner Avenue in Huntington Beach at the beautiful Huntington Harbor Marina. Now, may we continue to go to His throne of mercy as he changes us from glory to glory.